how is not as important as what and why. Know yourself well enough to know what is most important to you. Getting your broken down car home or going swimming. (laughs) What matters more to you? Welcome to Habits and Humor, where you come to make serious progress without taking life too seriously. This podcast shows how we can use embarrassing moments as empowering tools to help us create powerful daily habits and enjoy life at the same time. I'm Susie B., author and creator of Life Conscious and master of all things embarrassing. This is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn, choose to live. Who, what, when, where, why, how? There's so many questions out there about everything that we do. And there's so many small details and so many things that we want to establish before we feel like we know what's going on. I would like to talk about something today that is incredibly complex, incredibly complicated, and most of us feel like we never quite know what's going on completely, and we're still wondering who, what, when, where, why, how. That thing is starting a business. (laughs) If you've ever started a business, if you currently have a business, or if you've ever thought about it, you know how much information is out there about this concept and how much information you need before you even start. So today, I want to simplify that down a little bit because that's what we do on this show. Habits and Humor is all about simplifying things down so that you can actually take action. You can actually do something that matters. So today I'm going to tell you a quick story about a time that I went hitchhiking. No, this is not my first hitchhiking story on this podcast, which is funny that I've hitchhiked more than once, but it's true. Someday I'll tell you another hitchhiking story. I've actually done it three times, but today we're talking about my second hitchhiking experience. So my friend and I had planned to go to Lava Hot Springs. I live in Idaho and there's a super amazing hot springs called Lava Hot Springs. It's kind of by Idaho State University. And in college, uh, my friend and I had decided to go and he was bringing a date. And so I decided to bring a date. And this was back obviously when I was single and in college. And so I asked this guy that I didn't know very well, but um, I was sort of interested in. So I asked him if he wanted to go on this date with me. And this is kind of a long date. And so for this to be a first date, I was really setting myself up for some awkwardness. (laughs) And my other friend that was coming lived in a different town. So he and his date were going to go. And then me and my date were going to go. And we were just going to meet up when we got there. So I call up this guy and we'll call him Seth. And I call up Seth and I say, hey, do you want to go with me to Love Hot Springs? And he's like, sure. He's like, well, you'll have to drive though, because I don't have a car. (laughs) I'm like, all right, that's great. I did the asking, I should drive anyway. And so uh, we hop in my little car. And at this point, I happened to drive a Geo Metro. (laughs) It was probably 15 years old. And it had lived a good life already. We'll put it that way. And it had a million miles on it, but hey, it got a million miles to the gallon and it was a super cheap college kid car. So it worked great for what I needed it for. So we hopped in this little geo, me and my first date, awkward experience. And this person I didn't know very well. And we drove to Lava and it's about a 45 minute drive from where I lived. So we get in the car and we're driving along. And to get off the freeway, you have to get off the freeway and and take the exit to go towards the the hot springs. And I get off the exit and my clutch goes out. Like I just can't shift gears anymore. It's a stick shift car and I'm putting the clutch in and nothing's happening. The car won't shift into gear and we're just coasting along on this off ramp and we're about halfway there. So we're maybe 20 minutes into the drive and there's another 20 minute drive to go. 
to get to where we're going. <laughs> so we're exactly halfway, as far away from home and as far away from the destination as we could possibly be when the car just decides to die. And again, my date doesn't own a car. And so he's like, well, <laughs> what are we going to do? And at this point, he's like, well, I can call. Um, my parents live in Pocatello, so I can call them and they can come and get us and we can tow your car home or we can call a tow truck or whatever. And he's brainstorming all these ideas of how we can just turn around and go home. And I just look at him and I'm like, this was a setback. Yes, the car has stopped running, but I still want to go to lava. <laughs> he's like, really? You're not worried about the car? <laughs> I'm like, not right now. It seems less important than what the real mission is here. And so I'm like, we could fix the car now or we can fix the car later and still continue on this path of where we want to go. And he's like, okay, how are we going to get there? And I'm like, I know there's people there who can give us a ride home. So as long as we can get there, the other half of this 20 minute drive, you know, we have to, we just have to find a way to cover these last 20 miles. <laughs> and he's like, well, how are we going to get there? And this car drives up right as we're having this conversation. And impulsively, I just put up my thumb. <laughs> I just put my thumb up and this random car, this random, it was another couple. And so, you know, I could see who they were and I I, I, I didn't know them. They were strangers, but uh, I decided to just take a risk. And Seth, my date that was there, he was just like, what in the world are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, listen, I really want to do this thing and I'm committed to do it. And if you want to come along for the ride, let's go. Otherwise... We're going to be stuck here with this broken car and that's no fun at all. So he's like, all right, here we go. So the car pulls over and uh, it's, it happens to be a couple who's on a date going to lava. And so I tell them, hey, uh, do you guys happen to be going to lava? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, well, we were supposed to go to lava and we have friends that are waiting for us there, but our car just died. Could we hitch a ride? <laughs> and they're like, sure, hop in. <laughs> so me, <laughs> this random first date and this random couple of strangers we hop in this car with them and they drive us to our destination. And we got there safely and all was well. And uh, we thanked them and that was it. That was the end of the story. And then my friends took us home after we had been at the hot springs and had a great time and hung out in the pools and, and had all the fun. And then they took us home afterwards. And my date, his parents, we borrowed their, their truck and went back and towed my car back home. <laughs> so it was this whole thing. But this is an example of... When you see a vision of something and you know what it is that you want, it doesn't really matter what comes up along the way if you're committed to that thing. If you're fully committed to going the distance and making it to the destination that you see in your mind, then whatever happens on the road to get there won't matter. It will be less important than what matters most to you. What matters most to me, what mattered most to me that day was getting to Lava Hot Springs. That was the destination that I saw in my mind, and that's where I wanted to go. It didn't matter that my car had died, that we were stranded, <laughs> that we had all of these other things that should have derailed us and stopped us from wanting to do this thing. But all of those other things were less important to me than getting to my destination. I really wanted to go and do this thing and enjoy our time together at this this fun place and enjoy this experience. Were there signs from the universe or whatever telling us that maybe this wasn't the right thing for us? Possibly, but maybe it was just some setbacks along the road that weren't that big of a deal. So I decided in that moment to just focus on the destination, focus on what it was that I wanted and not how I needed to get there. 
that's oftentimes what we get caught up with in starting a business or running a business is the how. That's one of those key questions that we ask ourselves all the time. Okay, I want to start a business, but how am I going to do it? I would like to just give you a little piece of advice right here, right now. How is not as important as what and why. Whether it's a business or something else in your life, if you know what you want and why you want it, that is way more powerful than anything that is going to come up, any barrier that's going to hit you. As long as you have a strong commitment to your what and your why, and you know why you want that what, nothing can stop you. And that, my friends, is what I would like to talk to you about today. My why. I'm going to tell you my why of why I started a business and why I am still doing that business. <laughs> there have been many times that we have tried, we've almost been derailed off this train. There have been many times that the clutch went out and the brakes were gone and all sorts of things have come up on my path to building this business, but I just keep going. And the reason I keep going is because of my what and my why. What I see, what this could be, and what this would mean to me and my family is so important to me. That vision is absolutely my number one priority. I absolutely love the possibility of what this could be for us. And my why is incredibly strong. The reason behind why I want to do this business, why I want to make that vision happen, is so strong and so deeply connected to who I am and what I want that, honestly, so far, all the barriers that have come up, all of the things that have tried to derail the progress have been less important than the what and the why. So I'm going to give you a little piece of why I started my business. The first piece of why is my non-negotiables. This is a, a business habit that I recommend for lots of people, for anyone, and whether you're starting a business or not, again, apply this to whatever situation you happen to be in, but know what your non-negotiables are. These are the things that no matter what happens, these are the things that are most important to you. You want to be healthier, but you don't have the time or the budget. Good news. I created a personal training app to solve those exact problems. You don't need a fancy gym or hours a day or a huge budget to get top quality training Visit suzybhabits.com to have me, your personal trainer, with you all day, every day to help you get healthy and stay healthy, no matter your schedule or your budget. DM me at suzybelife or visit suzybhabits.com. That's S-U-Z-I-B habits.com. What is most important? So for me, my non-negotiables are that my family is my absolute number one priority. Nothing else can take precedence over my family. And that means that I have to be in charge of my time. If my kids have some assembly at school and they want me to come, I want to be able to go. If my kids have a game or some, if one of them gets sick at school or something like that, I need to be available to them. That is my number one priority. This doesn't have to be your number one priority. Everyone is different and I'm not saying that mine is right or wrong. But for me, that is my number one. Ask yourself, what is your number one priority? And then what do you need in your life in order to make that continue to be your number one priority? Because this is my number one priority, I need to be in charge of my time so that I can be available to my family. 
I knew that I couldn't work for somebody else. <laughs> I just knew that if I have to ask for days off every time the kids have days off, or if I have to ask for a long lunch to go to these assemblies or something like that, it's, it's not going to be beneficial for me or for the company I'm working for. So this was the first clue that I got that maybe working for someone else is not a, a possibility for me. I hadn't ruled it out just yet. Um, I started this research on my on my own uh, personal journey several years ago. And uh, the second priority for me is traveling. I absolutely love to travel. My kids love to travel. My husband loves it. And we love to go on vacations together. And I also love the idea of having a winter home and a summer home someday. We're not there yet. And I'm, I'm not saying that that's what we do, but someday I would like to make that be a possibility. And so if I am working for a company that I have to work 12 months out of the year in a specific location, that is going to be really difficult for me to do both traveling, vacationing, and possibly living in two places. So I knew that location was my second top priority. I need to be in charge of my location. So right now, I'm checking off these boxes. These are my non-negotiables. I need to be in charge of my time and I need to be in charge of my location. Third is the impact. So I have always known that I have needed, there's an internal need within me to impact and have an effect outside of my own home. Every time I had a baby, I would quit working and I would stop all my clients and everything and clear my schedule so that I could focus on just being home with my babies, which I know is not possible for everyone. And I'm so grateful that I was able to have that opportunity. My husband has a wonderful job and I'm forever grateful that I was able to stay home with my babies after I had them. And so for the first uh, few months, I would just stay home and focus on these little sweet babies. And again, such a gift. I'm so grateful for those times. But within a few months, every single time, all four times, I would feel a pull on my heart. I would feel that feeling come back to me that made me know this is something really, truly awesome that you're doing, but it's not all. This is not all you can be doing. And so every single time I felt the need to have an impact outside of my own home. Again, my family and my home is my number one priority. And so this was sort of my side hustle. <laughs> my main focus was my family and being a mom, which is my very favorite title. And then my side hustle was working a little bit with, with someone outside my home. I actually worked inside my home. I started my personal training business from my house. And so I didn't have to leave my house in order to have an impact outside of my own family. I was able to bring in clients and help them with something that really made a difference in their lives. I absolutely love being a personal trainer and especially being an injury specialist because I can help people go from being in pain and being unable to do the things that they, they really truly want to do to loving their bodies again and being strong and being healthy, and being able to do those things again that they truly want to do. Being a part of that journey for other people is such a gift. I absolutely love what I do. And so every time I had a new baby, I thought, okay, maybe I can let this part of my life go and I will just focus on this one aspect of me. And that is being a mom. That is being here for my little sweet babies so much. Again, this is my number one priority, my favorite thing, but there was more. There was always more. Every single time I kept thinking, all right, I've closed that chapter. I've, you know, I've closed the business again and <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be here and present in this space. Every time my heart told me there's more. 
So every time I reopened my personal training and, and took on new clients, I felt fulfilled again. And it was a sign to me that this was the right thing. I can be both. I can both be a mom and have a powerful influence inside my home and have an influence and an impact outside my home with people who need my help and then need the knowledge that I have and the education and the experience that I have to be able to help them. So that was my third non-negotiable is I need to have an impact outside my home. So those basically were the first three, the non-negotiables that came up was that my family needed to be my number one priority, that I needed to be in charge of my time and location, and I wanted to have an impact outside my home. Skip forward a few years, um, and I have this looming (laughs) transition coming toward me. So my youngest baby, I knew he was my last child, and I knew that as he grew up, he was going to go to school. And so I spent my days, I would work um, with my clients at six in the morning, And then occasionally in the evenings, and I would spend all of my daytime with my kids while my husband was at work. So my kids always had me to themselves during the day. And that was, again, such a gift, such a blessing and and was really, truly fulfilling for me. But I was able to do both, even if I was only working one hour a day or even just a couple of hours a week after my fourth baby. I think I only worked two hours or maybe three hours a week, which it was awesome, though. It was all that I needed. And I was able to live both, you know, I was able to fulfill my own soul and use my education and my passion. And at the same time, also be a fully present mom. So first of all, let me stop right here and ask you if you're struggling with wondering if you can do both. I absolutely believe that you can. Yes, I was able to, you know, work just a couple of hours a week for the first several years of my business. Did it bring in a million dollars? No, it did not. But the money wasn't the driving factor. That wasn't one of my non-negotiables. I didn't need to get a certain amount of money every month in order for it to be worth it for me. Just being able to be in control of my time, my location, and my impact, that was enough for me. Those are my non-negotiables. And so the financial side of it was not a non-negotiable. That for me is very fluid. Perhaps you are in a different situation. Maybe you're in a situation where you know that you need a certain amount of income. Like I know single moms have that income that they need and or single parents. I won't single out just moms, but single parents often have an income number that they absolutely need to hit in order to live, in order to be existing in this society and keep their families healthy and alive and safe, all of those things. And so maybe that's one of your non-negotiables. Uh, Maybe one of your non-negotiables is doing something that brings you fulfillment. For me, that is another one of mine. And that passion, I need to be doing something that I love. I worked a lot of different jobs in college and uh, I experienced a lot of different fields from food service to cleaning service to insurance. I worked a lot of different areas and none of them lit me up. None of them fired me up like personal training. It is absolutely the thing for me. It's such a passion of mine. I love the human body. And if I've ever had a conversation with you, I'm sure you can feel that because it really comes deep from my soul. So ask yourself before you start your business, what is the thing you're passionate about and what are your non-negotiables? Those are kind of my two big questions before you start, before you start a business, or maybe you've already started and you're working into it. And perhaps there's maybe some pivot points that you need to make or a turn. Maybe you're you're at a turning point where, where maybe you need to shift a little bit of your focus in your business. Ask yourself those questions. What is most important? What are the non-negotiables? And what am I passionate about? 
What am I really, really good at? What do I absolutely love doing that brings me that fulfillment? And uh, again, I alluded to this a minute ago, but I knew this transition period was coming. With my fourth baby growing up and he was about to go to school, I knew that all of my kids would be gone during the day. So before, for my whole 20s, the entire time that I, from the time I was 22 till 30 years old, I was able to be home during the day with my kids. And my last child was going to go to school. In about two years, two years before he started kindergarten, I started having this thought process of, all right, so this working from home thing, this personal training from my home has filled that need, but now I'm going to have a new need that comes up. And I wanted to be ready for that transition phase because I've worked with a lot of women and I know how difficult that can be when all of a sudden your purpose shifts. If you've been a stay-at-home mom, you know that that is your number one purpose and that gives you all the things that you need to feel successful. And then when your kids go to school and that purpose suddenly changes, if you're not ready for that transition, it can be really, really difficult. If you're experiencing this or if you already have and you know what I'm talking about, know that this was for me a delightful answer. (laughs) I absolutely love that when my kids went to school, I was able to do something that still fired me up, that still lit me up and I love spending my time doing this. When I wake up in the morning, I'm excited to work on my business. I absolutely love it. And if you're not there, that's okay. And I'm not going to tell you that everything in business is super fun and just delightful. And I love every single minute of every single day. No, I absolutely don't. But there are tasks that I do love every single day. And that is so fulfilling for me. And that is what helps to keep that passion alive. So that is the other thing that I was preparing myself for was that transition If you are about to enter a transition phase in your life, maybe your kids are about to go to school, or maybe you are about to become an empty nester, or something that is changing in your life that maybe will shift your focus, shift your what you could perceive as your purpose, open yourself up to the possibilities of what else? What else can I add to this purpose? I'm obviously still a mom, and those kids are obviously still my number one priority, but I can do a little bit more now. My time has shifted and now I can focus my time and my energy and my effort during this period of time to something else. So I wanted to be prepared and I wanted to be ready for that transition. And so I started this business in a way that when my kids went to school, I could put in more time. I could put in more effort and more focus on it and I could grow it at that point. Again, like I said before, the growth of the business didn't matter to me in my 20s. But now that I can focus on that, it matters more to me. So that is coming up on the priority list. Uh, It's moving up toward, toward the top. I want to be able to spend more time on this so that I can have a bigger impact. So these are kind of some questions and conversations that you can have with yourself when you are thinking about starting a business or talking about starting a business. Know what your non-negotiables are. So these are the three habits you can walk away with. Um, Know what your non-negotiables are. Know yourself well enough to know what is most important to you. What is most important to you? Getting your broken down car home or going swimming? (laughs) What matters more to you? And are you totally committed to that thing no matter what comes up? My why is my family and there is nothing that can shake that. My why is my love of travel, and there is nothing that can shake that. And my why is my love and my fulfillment that comes from helping other people love their bodies. It is such an incredible gift, and that passion is my why. Those are my whys, and that is why I still have a business today. 
there have been many times that maybe it would have felt like the right time to let it go or to close it down or to shift directions or something like that. But I can't change the direction I'm going because I'm so committed to that vision. I'm so committed to knowing and to seeing what it is that this could be. And then my why behind it, it is so fun for me. I absolutely love it. So I encourage you guys to get to know yourself enough that you know what your non-negotiables are. Know yourself and know what you're good at. Ask yourself, what are you passionate about? And all of those things and figure out what it is that if you were to wake up every morning and do that thing, what would that thing be? If you're trying to start a business or wanting to start a business and you don't know what uh, what business to start, this is a great question to ask yourself. What are you good at and what do you love to do? The third piece of this is keeping your motivation. Sometimes it's hard to continue on that journey by yourself. So like even when my car broke down, I don't know that I would have kept going if I didn't know there were people at the end who could help me. If I didn't know that my friend was already there and he could give me a ride, me on my date, a ride home. I don't know if I would have kept going. Maybe we would have just turned around because we would have had to hitchhike there and hitchhike home. That's a different story. (laughs) So I would like to put the third habit today as get help. Again, I've talked about this before with my my journey with um, postpartum depression, with lots of different things. Get help from people you know can help you. There are lots and lots of people out there who claim to be able to help you. But you'll be able to tell because when you talk to these people and you can feel, listen to your intuition, listen to the way that you feel. Again, it's about knowing yourself. If you feel right about something, it's probably right. And get that help from those people, those people who care about you, those people who want you to succeed, those people who can help you get to that destination because they're already there. Make sure that it's someone who's a little bit further along the path than you are not always. You can always, you know, work with people who are who are starting and, and beginning. But if someone has already gotten their start, they're more likely to be able to help you. This has been exceptionally helpful for me in business is I reach out to people who have more success than I do. And I ask them, hey, can you look at this part of my business and tell me what I can work on? And then we work together for a while and I fix that piece. And I take the like grocery shopping, my, my advice, grocery shopping example. I take what works for me and I leave the rest for somebody else. That would be the third piece is get the help that is really for you. Listen to yourself, listen to your intuition and decide what is for you. So those are your three habits today. And that is my story of of what vision I see for my business and why I've started a business. For the next six weeks, we are going to move into some business episodes. And I have brought on some really, really brilliant business minds to share with you some of their business secrets and some embarrassing stories about their businesses, which are good, clean, fun. And just some people who may be that help for you. If you're listening to these episodes and and you think, you know what, this might be someone who can help me. I encourage you to reach out to these guests because they're phenomenal. They're absolutely phenomenal. And they're from different fields and they do different things. And they have a lot of different areas of expertise and a lot of different views on how to run a business. So again, listen, see what fits for you, what feels right for you, and go ahead and give that a try. The what and the why are more important than the how, but we do need to experience some of the how because, you know, we do actually need to get the business going. So again, ask yourself what you want, focus on why you want it, and be so committed to those two things that no matter what happens to your car, no matter what happens to your path, no matter what happens in between, nothing will stop you. 
the last few months we've been listening or we've been talking about health habits, physical health habits. So if that's your goal, you can go back and listen to some previous episodes if you've missed them. And then this summer and this fall, we've been talking about mental health habits. And so if mental health is something that you are focusing on, you can go back and listen to those episodes. If business is something that you're working on right now, the next few weeks are going to be very valuable for you. And to close off the year, just before we end here, I want to invite all of you to check out our holiday health challenge. I have partnered up with my good friend, Karen Banghart, and she she and I actually met on podcasts. I was an, a guest on hers and she was a guest on mine. And she is brilliant with real nutrition, with real whole foods and simplifying how to eat healthy ingredients. And we're teaming up for this holiday health challenge to help you keep yourself accountable and to help you stay supported through the holiday season because we want you to succeed and we want you to enjoy your life at the same time. <laughs> so many people, when they think I'm going to stay healthy this holiday season, I'm not going to enjoy any of it. <laughs> we don't want that for you. You can eat pumpkin pie and still lose weight. I promise I've done it. And so Karen and I are teaming up together and we're putting together the six week or a nine week group so that you can go from Halloween to New Year's Day with your goals intact. If you're interested in this, or if you know friends that might be, go to holidayhealthchallenge.info. Again, if you or your friends want to join in this group, holidayhealthchallenge.info. And this is an awesome value, and it's only $10 a week is all we're charging. And so come in here and enjoy all the fun stuff that we're going to do. We're going to do weekly challenges and all sorts of fun things so that, again, we want you to be healthy and enjoy the holidays at the same time. You can do both, I promise. And if that's something that you've struggled with in the past, don't beat yourself up about it, but set yourself up to be able to succeed this year by joining us, holidayhealthchallenge.info. We'll see you there. Thanks for joining us today on the Habits and Humor podcast, where you come to laugh and learn and then take action. If you're loving what we're doing here, take action and join the conversation in the Habits and Humor Facebook community or follow me on Instagram at Life, where you'll find workouts, recipes, things that make you laugh, and other simple tips and habit hacks to make your life simpler, happier, and healthier. And hey, if you're ready to maximize your progress with minimal time and effort, head to suzybhabits.com to learn about my brand new mobile personal trainer app that makes it possible for you to stay consistent and get results daily, no matter where you live, how crazy your schedule, or how tight your budget may be. Until next time, go make some serious progress, but don't take life too seriously. I'm Susie B, and this is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn, choose to live.